Hey, James, you are now our Wellington correspondent. Oh, you're about to go and get Chantelle and see if she'll join us. Nice to see you there. This is all very exciting and very much on the hoof. But um, we've got James, who's now in Wellington for the one day get together in Wellington of those who have driven in the convoy. Um, Jono, did you think of going? No, no, I didn't. I've got too much. Chantelle. Welcome. You're our little, you're our little hero, Chantel. This is great. I oh, you're see, James. I see Chantel. you. I see you made page three of the Herald, which is kind of an honor, Chantel. I mean, I, I don't ever buy it, but I will get it secondhand from somebody before I throw it in the paper. I'll have a quick look in the bin. I'll have a quick look through. And there you are oh. on page three, according to the online reports. How are you How are you coping with this? You're really under fire at the moment, Chantel. To be honest, I haven't read many of them because there's yeah. just been so many articles and people send them to me. And I'm quite careful about like protecting my mental health. So I'm like, I don't read everything. I don't watch everything. I see little bits and pieces here and there. I think yeah. the one part that I'm finding the funniest is this whole weird narrative going, saying that I'm pro the Kremlin or pro Russia. And it's, they just make this stuff up. I'm like, I've never seen any of it. They just make it up and then push it out to every paper. And then what I've noticed is like one paper will say something. And so then all the papers start to say the same thing, even though I've never said it. They just make it up and then parrot it. And I'm like, wow, this is Chinese whispers on steroids, you know? So that's the part that I find kind of entertaining. Um, but honestly, we're just so focused on what we do next and building our platform and everything like that. So I think that's kind of, if anything, it gets me more motivated because now I'm like, right, they've tried to silence me. It gives me a bit of a pep in my step. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like trying to dig down deeper. That was actually the reason I ended up coming. Sorry, Jack. Pull, come Sorry. back in, James. No, that, no, that was this the is reason a... I ended up coming up here, Liz, because um, I seen that page gets taken down. I've seen and it pissed me off, so I just booked flights straight away. Yeah, I think <laughs> I honestly think Chantel, it'll all work the opposite way. They go after and after you, and then they realise, oh my God, we're giving her such steam that now we'll try and silence her more and just never mention her. But make the yeah. most of this. People are aware of your courage, girl. I'm I'm really proud of you. Donna, what do you reckon oh, about Chantel? Oh yeah, she was like one of the original inspirations for me to even look into what was going on at this level. And, um, yeah, but, but a massive influence on me. And, and Chantel, how do people now find you with you being blocked on Facebook? So Facebook, so I mean, I'm, I'm only, I only have my personal page taken down. So we've still got Operation People, which is going really well. I mean, it just keeps growing and growing. So we've got Operation People. And then me personally, I've got YouTube, which is Chantal Baker, and Instagram, which is Chantal Baker NZ. So I'm going to be I'm going to be trying to do lives today on, I don't know if I'll do YouTube, but I'll definitely do Instagram and Operation People today when we're down at the protest. And then we're going to do a whole lot of interviews with people just asking them why they're here and that kind of thing. So um, I do have Odyssey and Rumble, but honestly, I struggle to keep up with them all. <laughs> yeah, so many platforms on there. <laughs> it's really good. And do you know Joe? Joe is um, a teacher from Christchurch Way. Teacher Joe? Joe is amazing. Yes, I've met Joe and spoken to Joe. He's incredible. One of the best teachers in Christchurch, for sure. Beautiful. And Joe, what's your message to our little hero in Wellington today? <laughs> hey, I, I, I kind of sit there in, in uh, Jono's campaign. Hey, Chantel, you are leading the way, I guess, for, um, for I guess, a, a real voice on the ground for New Zealanders. And I just take my hat off to you, young lady. Um, it's just been, you know, most awesome seeing you, I, I guess, grow and develop, um, stand up to, I guess, tyranny, stand up um, when time's been needed. 
And um, yeah, I just I just look forward to, to what's to come. Um, we know we're going through an absolute roller coaster. Um, we know today's you know going to be part of that puzzle. But um, yeah, keep strong, girl. Kia kaha. Just keep going out there and keep getting the, the real voice of New Zealanders. Eh? It's exciting to um, you know to be part of it. Um, I'm afar here down in North Canterbury, but um, yeah, I'll be looking on as well. You know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of Kiwis. Oh, Joe, you guys are so lovely. Don't get me all emotional before I go. <laughs> Chantelle, on, on the on the thing of mental health, you're so wise not to read any of the crap or any of the trolley comments, any of the nasty articles. They will pass. The thing about it is Kiwis aren't dumb. We will see through it yeah. in vast in more and more vast numbers. This is really manipulative. This is really nasty. Someone came up to me at Christmas, who's uber conservative, right down with three jabs and said, Liz, I don't like what the press has been doing to you. It makes me feel really uneasy. You don't deserve this kind of really personal attack over and over and over again. And I went, wow, if it's hitting in with him, it'll hit in with all of us where they do this. So a lot of Kiwis will wake up from it as long as you don't read the rubbish. I reckon. No, I'm I'm pretty careful. I do I do block some people from my page that are saying mm. awful things about me or my dad. Because I'm like, actually, yes, you're you're allowed to have your opinion. You're allowed to say your opinion. I invite them on to actually have a discussion with me. I'm always like, message me. I'll get you on for a chat. Freedom of speech, right. absolutely. But I'm not going to be abused. So that's yeah. my line. I'm like, I'll have you on to have a conversation, but I'm not just going to let you insult me and abuse me endlessly and spam my page. And so people have gotten annoyed at that. But I'm like, I'm pro free speech as long as as long as we can actually have a speak, like a talk, a conversation. But Brilliant. I'm not going to get abused and assaulted. And that's kind of where I draw my line. I love your anyway, mum and dad. I met them at a hooey. Thank you so much. Are you, you having to go? You Bye, guys. Amazing. Good luck. Thank you. That's great. <laughs> so there goes our James. Are you going, James? Uh, you've got to go soon. It's just starting off. So. Well, not, it's not starting off here, but we want to get down there and start here. It's so good because you were her bodyguard kind of last time, weren't you, on that March the 2nd, just very briefly. <laughs> yeah. You, you got her out of a real pickle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just here to be on, I'm, I'm an influencer now, Liz. Do you not know that? <laughs> you're, a man of, you're a man of authenticity. <laughs> oh, um, did, I, did I tell you that I met up with Finley yesterday? He stayed at my house. Finley Smith. No. Tell us about that oh, quickly. He, he stayed in my house um, and did, he came to work, did a full day's work for me on the farm yesterday. Um, tell, tell people who Finley Smith is, people who don't know. So Finley's, Finley did a bike ride from Auckland to Wellington to um, stick up for the mandated nurses. Um, hmm. And then after he got home from that, he's not a firefighter, but he, he realised that the firefighters needed a voice. So he um, he's driven from Cape Ranga to Bluff now. Um, going around with a loudspeaker at every um, at every fire station and saying, you know, how what's the go with this? And basically pointing out all the stuff that's wrong with the firefighters. And then he's pointing out the the amount of work the volunteers do and he reckons they should be paid, which I think is quite right, actually, because no other organisations, <laughs> you know, no other government organisations doing that. And they're doing a lot of extra work, picking up a bit of weight for the for the for everyone else now with the amount of medical health events that are happening. What a hero. Can you send me yeah. a contact number for him, James? Yep, yep. And then uh, now, just in terms of today, for people who want to follow what you're doing, where can they follow? As Jono asked Chantel, but where, where can we follow you? What's the I'll best be one? on Farmer James. I'll be live yep. on Farmer James. Okay, and ring in, ring in from time to time if there's anything big that happens, but I hope it goes calmly. Why don't you try and talk to some of the cops, James? On the first day on February the 10th, I really went up to the cops and tried to remind them that their grandfathers probably fought in World War I or World War II for us to have the ability to be there. 
like like yeah we've just got to try and bring their humanity wow. out what do you reckon joe jono and joe for advice for james for our brother well i just talk to wherever you get leads you man like trust your gut i know you'll find some gold in anyone um they're all human beings man just follow your gut mm. joe Look, for me, you know, those words, truth and honour, have been ringing a bell. So maybe just, just you know, question them. You know, what, what do you guys think, you know, about what's going on? Um, yes. I, I, I strongly doubt you'll get much of a, a response. Um, potentially a lot of them, are, you know, have probably been given orders to get, be gagged today. Um, whether you want to ask or tell them that, um, you know, please just 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 try we we can do nothing more than try and see if there's you know some some good amongst some of them and we, we know there is but whether they're able to you know speak to you and, and speak their mind and maybe speak from here speak from the heart yeah. that would be be wonderful to hear eh? yeah so yeah kaha, brother yeah good luck james we'll be watching you Keep thanks safe. guys um yeah thanks for having me on look at my hands i've actually been doing some work lately they're bloody straight off the farm <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and, thanks thanks guys and um thanks for the supportive words and i'll get out there and try and uh get the people's voice out there because when i seen chantelle shut down i was like well i'm gonna go out there now and make sure that people can see what's going on because it's crap mm. so it's Mama, it really bro. Have, a, have a good stand rest of that, the amala standing that <laughs> standing that enormous um mana that you've got bro and and yeah <clears throat> yeah our spirits thanks, with you guys. brother yeah do it Really proud of you, James. Wow, 4 a.m. start. That's dedication, isn't it? Isn't it good? Oh, just another day for, for a dairy farmer, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it insane? Isn't it insane that a group of peaceful protesters, you know, just wanting to have their voices heard are being treated like this in New Zealand? All of this negative publicity that's pouring like sewage through the mainstream Did you see media. the concrete blocks placed all around Parliament? Oh, my God. She's put more protection around her new lawn than she has around the 62,000 plus jab injured Kiwis. You know, mm. it's way, way more. All of the all of the lawn is barricaded off. I wish she'd I wish she'd spend that kind of money just looking after the people who are injured because of the jab that she insisted on. Mm. It's kind of crazy. And yet, look, honestly, I read one of these articles this morning about the terrible protesters and how devious we all are and how terrible and how we're trying to make us like trumpists or something and it was it was like man i would almost believe this rubbish if i didn't know it was total rubbish because it's really well done they don't do anything else well but they are so good at spin and propaganda and vile misleading of of facts you know and lies they're so good at it mm. It's so depressing. It's like if I was Kate Hannah's mother, I'd be going, what the hell are you doing with your life, Kate? You are just telling horrible lies about good people who simply want the right to express their views. I don't know, Joe, what do you do with chronic liars in school classrooms who have no conscience about lying? What do you do as a teacher with a young person like that? There's um, some pretty, you know, effective, you know, pastoral and discipline, you know, procedures. Um, as you were saying that, I'm, I'm thinking of um, one young man I, I dealt with in general, and it just unfortunately takes um, time to communicate between 
um, you know, someone in, in a capacity who has, like for me, it was a pastoral capacity, uh, time with parents and then time with senior management to work out, okay, this is what you've done. Um, these are the consequences and this is what will happen. And that's been, you know, um, in, in the school environment, that's been, um, we, we, you know, a lighter sort of consequences are um, community service, which will be an hour after school for five days. That's yeah. sort of, you know, for, for a medium. And then it just goes on from there. And then it comes stand downs, one, two, three days. And then more serious, it, it can then lead to, um, you know, being suspended from school and stuff. So, and Ooh, you, can we do that a... to the prime minister? Suspend her <laughs> from, from, from being prime minister for a while, like so... the rest of her life? <laughs> When, when the people stand, I keep on saying when the people stand and, you know, what, what um, is happening up there in Wellington, that is, that is, there's a lot of people there, but that is not, you know, the majority or, or the masses of New Zealanders have had enough. So, so when that happens, I believe it's going to happen. Who's in power at the time, I, I don't know. But when, when the people, when the farmers, when communities, when, um, you know, when I'm, I'm up there, when, when we're all up there potentially, um, it, it, it's going to happen. I don't know how or why, but, um, you know, it, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. Mm. What do you reckon, Jono, for your kids, for my my grandchild's future, for their futures? Mm. Yeah, well, like, um, you know, like I said on the last session was, um, yeah, what would a world look like if we were able to trust, you know, if we were able to to rely on, being supported and being you know cared for and nurtured um what that would make available you know and i just look at this world of like division and hatred and finger pointing and yeah like i'm dealing with this thing at the moment with my two kids where they're like i'll just be honest they're just beating the shit out of each other like they are like these scratches all over their faces they're going like nuts and like i'm just like how does it how do two beautiful young children like what are they what is the world that they are in that has them be that way and it's not like i'm not saying at the level of family because i know their mother and stepfather are really incredible people and incredible parents but there's something that has them need to fight and defend for something and most of the time it's being right but like Imagine if 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 there was just this level of trust in not only themselves, such that they wouldn't need to defend to the death, but in others, so that we could allow that person to have their perspective and have it be valid. We wouldn't need to tear each other's eyes out and call each other names. Like this world of name calling, like you know, I have to put my hand up and say I've been in that as well, like most of my life, and it just. It, it drives this this disconnect and i think what joe's creating is a world where people are fully expressed and fully connected to not only those around them but more importantly to themselves because when you're connected to yourself and you're able to be and express as yourself at the level of individual mate that's expiring that's inspiring for other people it's like talked about James's mana with the rugby teams you know he doesn't have to use force because there's respect there that they trust him and you know if they get a boot up the ass by James's size 12 or 13 then you know they take it 
Yeah, it's it's so beautiful what you say. I I just I just love um, at the moment. I'm sharing, spending a lot of time in my mind with ideas of how the world could be, how New Zealand could be, what leadership could look like, and the and the key that comes for me, Jono, is always, oh yeah, these people need to be listened to. So even the ones who, for me, are telling lies, maybe they believe their own lies and they need to be able to spin those lies. And then the other side needs to say, well, this is how it looks from my perspective. Mm. And then somewhere, maybe those ones who believe all these lies would go, oh, yeah, that they were just peaceful New Zealanders who lost their jobs and their homes and had divorces. And, and they just said, I don't want this in my body. Oh, yeah. And I do know lots of people who are sick. Hmm. Maybe this government wasn't that good. Maybe I will stop being mean to those who didn't take the jab. Mm. I'll, tell, I'll tell you a story last night. I was in a little French bistro and it's just this favorite little place. I'll take you there when you come to Auckland. It's really humble. It's near Upper Queen Street. It's called Le Garde Manger. And it's the sweetest French guy. And he had his mask on last night. And I went, oh, last time I was here, um, you know, you were, you were thinking, we were talking about how you could be free again. You know, it's kind of over in the rest of the world. And he went, Yes, but Liz, I had a visit from WorkSafe and this is what happened. WorkSafe came along because some old biddy came in and uh, complained that he wasn't wearing a mask because she, at the end of her life, might not be safe. Complained to WorkSafe. They, five days ago, sent a threatening letter. And he looked so, he, he looked a bit scared, but he looked more sad. He said, I came here in 2004 and New Zealand was such a different country. It was so much kinder. Kiwis wouldn't have done that. And, um, and then he goes on and says, um, all my French friends are leaving. They've brought so much to this country that they don't want to stay here. You know, it's, it's, it's getting a name around the world. It's a really bad country. And that made me feel so sad for our beautiful New Zealand. It's just That's not how we want to be, known as a kind of semi-police state. Mm. There's there's a real yearning for for something better, and it's you know it's coming, and that's what you know we've all always got to remember. Um, I, I try and meditate every Tuesday. I haven't been able to get to it, but but a big part of it is you know as we begin just you know visualizing where and and what we want our future to be, and despite the you know the the turmoil you know despite the devouring you know that's going on within people's lives by by fear and things like this there's also the birth of of something greater and you know that that turmoil is in everybody's lives and, and everything you know john my, my two sons are um yeah they're at battle you know aged 13 and 11 they're at, they're at battle and there's always something my 13 year old um Noah wants to call out on Nate, my, my 11 year old and things, but um, they, they know, you know, they know things are going to get better. They put trust and faith and, you know, in parents and, and, and their elders and stuff, because, you know, this is our time to, um, to create a better future and to, yes. to make something, something better. Um, there's this yeah. wee image, you know, there, Liz, that I, you know, also <laughs> you can't help it, but get up in the morning and read and watch and, and there's this wee child, it must be aged four or five years old, beautiful eyes. And um, it, just, it was something just simple as, you know, you're doing this for me. And, you know, that's that's what I'm doing. You know, if, if I can save a life, if I can change a life, 
and, and stop what's going on, then that, that's a win. Um, and it's going to take a, a, a momentous effort, but it's, it's, it's underway. And, you know, here and <laughs> talking about it, we're, we're sharing, we're, we're giving people hope, we're giving people, you know, courage um, as they are in, in Wellington today. And, and it will, you know, hopefully have a positive effect and, and wake a few more people up and, um, you know, from you know tarot readings to to meditation to positive vibes, you know, sending Wellington's way. It's it, it, any little action, any little something is is part of a, a greater, you know, a greater happening, and that's that's just what gets me up every single morning, and and just you know helps me and brings me energy to to just keep on going. Mm. And that's... I'd love to speak to at the moment. Like there seems to be this. Just in the last couple of days, this this and I I, I feel like it's collective, but I, I I could be off on that, and maybe it just coincidence with the conversations I'm having, is like there's this real low energy, like this real, I'm not sure what it is. I feel it, yeah. and like I dive in and out of making myself wrong for like because you know I know I know myself to be like really generally really positive and really outgoing and really energetic. And lately, I've just been like, like uh, I'll, I'll be honest, like pissed off. Yeah. Like I've been really pissed off, and um, and that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that, but there seems to be something happening. And I think that it'd be really easy to let the current energy stop you, or you know, halt you. It's like um, you know, a bit on my plate at the moment before I take off. I'm going up to Blenheim in the morning and um, then over to, uh, sorry, Nelson, then over to Blenheim for the rest of the week. And I've got a bit going on and and there's a bit to do. And I'm like feeling a little bit of, you know, and I know it's created by me, but pressure, like a, there's no such thing as it really, but I've created it as like some sort of time pressure, like a lot to do in a short period of time. And it's like, <clears throat> part of me sometimes thinks like, oh, you know, it'd be so easy to say look guys james isn't here this week let's cancel amoa too much to do and then it's just like no like you know it's like come back to the birthing analogy it's like we're in the birthing canal when there's no going back we're not going to go back into the womb here <laughs> we've had a we've had a we've had a breath oh, wow. of air that ship has sailed so we need to get out and and once we're we're about to experience this a massive expansion we're right there and it's i'll just be straight it's friggin uncomfortable yes and it's tight and it's it's oh. it's 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 intense squeezing and, us yeah. and soon it's going to be just beautiful and it's going to take all of us to stand in our mana i'm just loving that word at the moment it just really captures what's missing yeah i don't care if you're a man or a woman mana integrity it's um when you stand in it you know it's not always comfortable but um that's what's needed and i just there's something else i want to add it was really powerful that i um actually something I, I often do and actually i was reminded of this morning as a practice is whenever you're having a conversation with someone and you're and you're and you're listening and, you know, I've talked about listening on previous episodes and, and I won't talk too much about the listening side of things right now, but more in the way we respond is um, before you say anything, 
just one big deep belly breath you know and you'll find one it brings you out of the chatter in your head into the present but it also just gives that really important time for that other person because probably they haven't finished to actually finish what they've got to say you know we have it that it's like weird that to have a silence after something's been said and we feel like you've got to fill it like it's a natural thing to want to fill that silence it's like get groovy with that silence have that big deep breath find that that person may have something else to share or it might add to what you've got to respond with one breath and then speak well i'm not going to talk after that <laughs> we all do it we all want to brilliant it. We all wanna, it's absolutely yeah. brilliant what you said is so good i had the same feeling of being just just under the earth kind of in this subterranean kind of pressure on me and um and then i thought oh maybe we should call it off today and you know what brings it back is what you said joe the lots of people write oh these these weekly discussions give me hope because mm. we're real in a in a in a world where there's in a new zealand where there's so little that's real amongst the leadership it's so beautiful to meet with you guys online and just be three four five real human beings saying what's oh on my god mind. on the note of being real i have to communicate this excuse me Listen, donna I'm did you gonna... take a breath then i'm sorry but no gotta... i didn't because i need to say this i've been resisting saying it and i want to say it it's <laughs> please from my perspective i'll say i'll speak for myself don't let us give you hope hope's not going to achieve anything yeah that's that's an interesting let, let us inspire you to take action whether it's a conversation whether it's a getting a plane ticket like our man james and going up to wellington let us inspire you to be your authentic self because hope what is that it's a it's a something in the future which never comes we don't have the future let us inspire you to take action you know, Barack Obama wrote that book, The Audacity of Hope, before he got in. Yeah, and I remember thinking about that years later, seeing how, what a dreadful president he'd been and thinking, what did that title even mean? The Audacity of Hope, it's just verbiage. Hope is a myth. Yeah. Show me hope. So your word would be, take action. What action am I going to take to make a difference? Your phrase, is that what it, you'd replace it? Yeah, what am I going to do? Mm. Who am I going to be? in the present not someday maybe but right now and i'm not saying like it's all about doing a lot of this is actually about being altering who we're being that that can make a real difference you know seeing someone stand in their manner or their integrity far out they don't have to say a word and you're inspired just get that hope is a someday not today phenomenon it's not real I'm not saying don't be hopeful, but do something about what you want to, what you're hopeful about. You know, do mm -hmm. something to actually have that in existence. I just, even saying, it's like, okay, you invite someone to come to an event or to come around to your place for dinner. Oh man, I hope I can make it. Are you yeah. filled with confidence? 
no. Yeah. Oh, that's like, like, try, Jono. I'll try to be like there. I hate try. I hope I can do this. It's like, I am going to do this. Oh, and I, and I get that the thought of hope in this context is probably more along the lines of positivity, right? Probably. And sure, let's, you know, let's not diminish optimism. I'm one of those really optimistic guys, but let's be real here. You know, let's hang out in the realm of reality. So, so it's different again, isn't it? If you have a hold of vision for a different New Zealand, because you're actually having to cement in what would I want in the new New Zealand? It's not mm. just a, it's not just a nebulous thing. I have hope. It's like, what would I put into a new New Zealand? That yeah. takes a bit of thought. That takes a bit of meditation on it. A vision is distinct from hope. Like a vision is something that you've created and that creates a vacuum for action. That's why most businesses and enterprises will have a collective vision or a mission statement. It's like putting something in the future, creating a game, and we're going to stand in the future and we're going to work backwards to the present and work out what actions there are to take. Joe, what do you reckon? I, I'm, I'm enjoying um, hearing what, what Jono has got to say mm -hmm. because in order for us to be authentic, um, we've got to, you know, in some ways, you know, lead by example or show, you know, this is what I'm doing or this is what mm. I've done. And, you know, hope, albeit a, a beautiful word, hope only comes into, you know, reality if there has been a form of action. So, so take action, you know, be authentic. In the face of, you know, tyranny, we all have an obligation to take action. And if you sit there and wait for someone because you hope someone's going to do it for you, then it's not going to be what, what you hope it will be. But when you take action, um, support someone, and that's all action could be, is, is just supporting someone, having a brave conversation, um, supporting in, in any way or form. Um, creating an opportunity for someone giving someone an opportunity you know action is um is you know <laughs> there is this very very wide berth for what it what it can mean or, or what it, it can it can you know take what can take place so um yeah i'm i'd love to be in there in wellington right now you know just financially i'm, I'm not in a position to because you know the time's not right my i i have a big believer and you know the stars aligning and and um when when things are ready then you know um it, it's not quite ready for i guess for for new zealand to to rise or to rise as one or to rise as as it needs to so but i'm a big believer that that it will so don't feel um disheartened if you're not able to be there in welling today um you know get online and communicate and offer and show support and, and things like that but um, no, there'll be be another time. Um, um, it's yeah, what what is coming is 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 going to be incredible, um, whatever whatever shape or form it takes. And there's wonderful people um, all around New Zealand, um, potentially some people there that you know are going to help lead, and and haven't you know stepped into that um, you know stepped into that light yet. And that's what's so ex you know exciting about what is what is to come. 
Um, cause I, I don't believe so much that, you know, leaders are born, you know, leaders rise when, when they face their biggest challenges and, and things like that. And, and I'm a big believer, believer in that. Yeah. Who's taking the big breath? <laughs> now that is a pause. That pause gives me hope. <laughs> I'm joking. Look, honestly, I, I do love that. What is the, you know, I, in terms of taking action, I often say to people, just taking your mask off can be your act of great courage for today. It's your little sign of, I'm not going along with this manipulation anymore. And I will bear whatever comes at me with dignity. I will say, no, no, no. I just don't buy into this anymore. It feels like I've been conned. And that starts a conversation. You know, that, that can start a conversation with someone, especially if you tell them that they're swallowing bits of microfibers of nylon with, with all those throwaway masks, so it's better not to wear it. But that little action can be one thing. What is the New Zealand that you both would today hold in a vision? If I pinned you down and said, I need to have your vision, what is the New Zealand that's in, in your heart, Jono, right now? The one mm. that we'll create. Let's get past all this nonsense government. Mm. But what is it we create? <clears throat> Imagine a resentment-free New Zealand. A loving one. A caring one, you mean. Well, if there was no resentment, I'm not going to say judgment because we, we judge. You can't tell me you don't. I judge. But resentment's like this huge weight. And like even resenting like the prime minister, even resenting, I don't know, certain journalists, like, you know, what's really easy to resent. I don't know, just imagine if we didn't have that. Imagine if it wasn't something that we created. Like this mm -hmm. week, I was talking with someone about uh, the kids and, you know, parenting and and how do you, you know, guide your children to be, accepted by society without making them wrong for th the things that they do you know without being a dictator um but how do you you know guide and how do you you know really yeah just that just guide your children and and um and what we're talking about school and just how you know that whole thing once you realize you know that's where it all starts is that school is like wow and um and what i got was like you know, people like me who were told they had learning difficulties and, you know, they had concentration issues and ADHD and all these things just because they wouldn't conform in the, the whatever the teaching style is that they see to be the way to go is like, um, and then we, we started talking about coloring in and it's like, you know, oh no, stay in the lines, stay in the lines and then hang on a minute, why have you painted the sky green? The sky's blue. And it's like, who are we to say that? Yes. To this child, the sky is that color. Yes. And it's like, um, same with life. Who are we to say that who or the way anyone else is being is wrong? It's just not our place. And I think, you know, if you look at the statistics around the world, for instance, around drug use, those countries that decriminalize and take away the you know, red tape around certain things and take away the almost like the rebellious nature around certain things, they find those rates of use dramatically drop. A bit like crime rates, you know, they reflect that as well. So we take away all the 
stigma around certain things and and all of a sudden that it's like you know james tell him to do something or tell him not to do something what's he going to do <laughs> he's going to do it yeah so i don't know like a, a world without resentment a world without um the need for like revenge like that I spent my whole life trying to get revenge for things that people did to not even me, to like people. And even before, like I'd known certain people, like for instance, uh, no, I won't share that. It's personal, but um, <laughs> not for me, but if it was personal for me, I'd share it, but it involves someone else and I don't have their permission. But um, yeah, if we could just let go of all that. quite a beautiful thought isn't it to to rework Jacinda as a gift to all of us that with the pain that's come through her being prime minister the pain to this country the tearing apart of lots of things we thought were really solid as you said earlier Jono new things can be birthed in well, hey, look, imagine maybe being she's on a gift your knees. what was that imagine being on your knees in tears in front of Jacinda thanking her for what you've learned through her actions because guess what if it wasn't for her us three would never have met oh that's i would outrageous. never have had the communication that i've had with my grandmother post heart attack we're starting to believe it wasn't even a heart attack and she's now opening up to this conversation and we've got a new depth in our relationship my twin sister and i have a new depth in our relationship she's currently in labor i'm really excited about that Oh, blessings on that baby, Jono. Will you yeah. let us know as soon as? Yeah, that, I mean, she that rang is... me. She yeah. rang me last night. That was not predictable. See, before all of this, that wouldn't have happened. We'd go years without speaking. All of this, uh, not inertia, all of this um, friction, this tension has taught us a lot. And imagine just standing there and thanking Jacinda and, and actually just acknowledging, like, I, I don't know how that would go for her. Like, I wonder if she got that communication. I just wonder what would come out of her mouth, if anything at all. And maybe like some thought, isn't it? Just like, wow, thank you. No judgment, no, uh, no ill intentions or sarcasm. Because I have known human beings who have literally thrived on the pain of others. And I feel for Jacinda. I think she might be in that camp. So if she was offered yeah. freedom and love and thanks, it would it would make her just completely melt down because she can I'll put cope it in the sense of like two men fighting yeah. in a bar. If you're both it's on, you know. But if if I was to be like that. And someone else was to be up to me, you know, wow, like, thank you for bringing me to this, to, to bringing this, you know, topic to my attention, you know, thank you for pointing out this, this thing I didn't see in myself. I'm not gonna go, you know, do you see what I'm saying? It's sort of, you take away that friction, it creates, you know, like, two positives of a battery don't create anything but you, you get polarity things happen so with jacinda and this whole 
fear campaign. If there was no fear, there'd be no campaign. Yeah. And that's back to your vision in New Zealand free of resentment. I'm just still sitting with that, Jono. Well, let's add fear to that. Mm. There was now, this beautiful, oh, yeah, what were you going to say? No, now I'm done. I, I want to hand the mic over to someone else. I love it. There's this, there this beautiful story this very wise Chinese um, friend, Tommy, told me, and it's a little bit long, but I'll, I'll, I'll bring it in closer. So there's this wonderful, wise kind of uh, older man in a Chinese village years ago, and a young girl becomes pregnant to her lover, and she knows her parents will be furious. So she blames the sort of spiritual leader of the village. She says, it was him, he made me pregnant. So all the villagers pick up their tools and they go running to his house and they go, you terrible man, you terrible man, you evil man, we're throwing you out, we're ostracizing you, you're no longer one of us. And he just stands there and goes, is that so? And then when the baby's born, they turn up with the baby and go, you evil man, this is your baby, you will look after this baby, is that so? And he raises this boy and he loves this boy and they have a beautiful relationship. And, um, when the boy is about 21, this, this actual mother just cracks open one day and tells her old, old parents, I was wrong, I lied. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't actually him. It was this other man who, you know, I, I've, I've loved all my life. And so they go and they plead, we're so sorry, we've done you wrong. We love you. You're so amazing. And he goes, is that so? It's just the freedom to have that equanimity, no matter what comes at you, to go good or bad, I can... He didn't harbor resentment. He didn't harbor ego about being adored again and apologized to. He just had equanimity. It's just, it's not told as well as my Chinese friend Tommy tells it, but you get the drift. That mm. is freedom. That's inner freedom. Mm. You can't mess with that guy. No. Nice breath, Joe. It I was that, because um, there's, you know, there's some profound statements coming out of um, two beautiful people on the screen in front of me. And, and I'm just looking forward to giving you a, a hug, both of you, um, the next time we meet. Yeah, same. It is. Um, I, I struggled there for a moment because I had to get this image of my heart, myself of, you know, trying to shake Jacinda's hand and giving a slap on the back at the same time. You know, that was, that was like, you know, thank you for what you've done, John, <laughs> you know, slap on, on, on the back. But, um, you know, that image soon passed because, you know, there's, you know, that, that time will come or, or that will pass. But, I, you know, going back to, to what you asked, Liz, about, you know, what would a, a new New Zealand look like or, or what would it feel like or, or what would it be? Um, I just look outside my window here and I probably won't work if I spin the, 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 um, the camera around, but um, we've got some beautiful blossom coming through. So, and as I looked outside there and looked at the blossom and things, I think the imagery of my childhood, you know, growing up carefree um, in rural North Canterbury, um, where where life was pretty awesome. You know, I was one of nine nine siblings. Um, you know, my father was a, a rural police uh, policeman, and my mother was a, a rural midwife. And um, but that was in her later years because, you know, my my father was a policeman, and my mum was able to to live and, and stay at home. So we had that real sort of, I guess, stable home environment, um, even with with a large family. Um, 
and you know we had our, our, our battles and we had our hard times and everything like that and I never had what I wanted but you know I was always loved and I always felt secure and there was you know there were cousins there was community there were friends and they would come over and and life was 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 good life was um was a lot of fun life was engaging with the community and I think if we go back far enough, you know, there was Sunday, you know, the, the, the you know, everything was closed and yeah. you could meet with people and you could, you know, you'd have barn dances and, you know, communities would come together and there'd be a lot of sharing. There was a lot of happiness. There was um, no, you know, shops to go shopping. There were no, yeah. you know, mega malls to entice us into the next, you know, best deal or the next greatest thing because, you know, I stop and I think back and, and what what have these things, you know, brought us? Oh, yeah. You know, they've, they've brought connectedness, but not to that genuine and authentic level that I think we have through, you know, through communities and stuff. And, and I'm thinking, you know, why is there a fence up in front of my house? And why is there a fence up on my neighbor's house and stuff? And and I've really got to take that fence down and, and move it back um, and keep the dogs and that part of it. You know, it's out there because of the dogs and things. But, um, yeah, my vision for New Zealand is, you know, a one where there's greater community, there's, there's greater um, beauty and there's, there's greater love amongst the people and there's, there's greater sharing, you know, just of, of what we have. And, and if we don't have much, then we just share of, of, of ourselves, don't we? So, um, yeah, I, I love what Jono said, but I think, you know, I don't know, somehow I'm a more visual person and, and there's, there's what I see um, that I've enjoyed in my past that I, I want now for my children because my children have, although they have, you know, a, a wonderful life and that it's, it's, you know, commercialized, if I would, would use yes. such a word, um, this here and you know TikTok and and Facebook and everything else is is an engagement instead of being a tool or or you know a communication tool it, it you know it can be just all too consuming and you know that the 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 commercial life of of beauty and you know beauty being such an external product of ourselves I think is is got to be you know is got to be broken down and and where beauty of oneself and and what reflects you and who you are, that's what needs to come out you know greater in society because if, if I think that was to happen, then um society and our communities would be you know would be a place of, of you know such greater beauty. Mm. Thoughts of the day. Mm. It's lovely, and I'm liking this 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 little pause breath, Jono. Just taking that in, Joe. I mean, I when you said commercialize, what was that? There you go, Liz. I just when you use that word commercialized, I, I'd say exploitative. You know, the kids are exploited by mm. this. What were mm. you going to say, Jono? Well, <clears throat> I was reminded of when I was recently visiting my father in the Daffodil House in Christchurch. And driving down the road that's on one of the main roads might be Papanui Road or something. And just seeing all the kids coming out of school and not one of them had their head up. They were all down looking at their phones. And um, yeah, these phones have created, yeah, yeah, literally, man, like it's gonna 
create something for our posture. But um, the other thing is, is it's made the in-person connection like foreign and in, in some cases almost uh, inappropriate. And, and even further than that, um, like confronting or like almost like it's rude, like to say hello to someone and to, because you know, I do this thing right when I'm in my integrity and I don't have anything going on, I look at people just like, wow. I just see like, oh my goodness, like these people are incredible. You know, I've never met this person, but wow. You know, and, and often I find myself saying like, for instance, if I see, you know, like someone being kind and, and showing an act of kindness, I'll acknowledge that person. And it's almost like it surprises them. Like, like it's not, it's, it's not a like on Facebook. It's not a sharing of your post. It's an in-person acknowledgement. And, and, you know, that's the one thing that I, I think our phones have done is they've voided us of this real human connection, you know, to the point where it's actually, I'll just say it from my experience. It's now like almost rude to just go and knock on someone's door. You know, isn't it? How crazy is that? And like, get as well when there's a knock at your door. It's like, who's that? You know, like it's almost like a bit scary because we just don't have that anymore. We almost just round here, like in the country, we almost just assume it's going to be like Jehovah's Witness or something. You know. Mm. I absolutely love that idea of saying these people are incredible. I love seeing that in humans. I, I, oh that's a goodness. good reminder, Jono. I, I mean, I remember that when I watched you after your accident going, I have to know this man. I just have to know this beautiful quality that I'm seeing in a human being. At mm -hmm. some point, our paths will cross. Is, but, but I often used to get that, whereas now I'm more wary. So thank you for that. I'm going to go back to where's the beauty in this person? Yeah. yeah. Well, like often if I see this. someone without a mask, I'll go up and go, I love seeing your smile. I love yeah. your courage that you're not wearing a mask like me, that we're both just being courageous. And it's just a moment of connection. Yeah, you bet you there is. And you've got to do it. You've got to break through the, the barriers that stop you, you know, having that connection. It's, it's too easy to just exchange a smile, although that's powerful. And, you know, you try smiling at someone and, 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 just watch how contagious that stuff is it's like it's the goods man um but even even better you know just saying wow like that shirt is i like that shirt you know that is cool dude like i've got this thing like i see all these mullets everywhere all these kids have got mullets and i'm just like dude that's a sick mullet and they're like <laughs> and you can see their faces and they're like yeah 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 <laughs> I love doing I, that to other women. I'll go off and go, wow, that dress looks so good on you. If I genuinely feel it. I've, and I thought you are going to say, like, that's a sick mullet, but no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not in the 80s, Jono. Yep. <laughs> we are in North Canterbury, don't worry. Uh, down here at Rangura High School, the local high school, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the mullet is king, eh? <laughs> the mullet's we're back. Not, the mullet is back big time. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely incredible. There's some outstanding and stunning mullets. <laughs> when I... <laughs> 
just it's going back to and stunning mullets. It's so good. <laughs> when I go back to um, you know having walked away from from an, an employment after what about fifteen years in, in education um, on the fifteenth of November last year, you know when I went back on the fourth of May this year, I you know it was it was a bit daunting. I'll, I'll be you know very honest with that. Um, I don't think I was freaking out. It was just uh, it was more like you know how am I going to be received you know and but I soon brushed that off because because you know something I either are telling people you know in, in once or twice a day might be more is you know what do I do or how do I you know how do I um, get through a day and my my sort of motto in day is just to kill people with kindness you know um, I love it because it's a you know it's a nice combination of words there is a nice play on words kill people with kindness and from the moment I walk in, I'll say hi, hi to the office ladies because they are just offer immense support and always there for you. And, and if you really want to know where the engine room of, of a school is, it begins with the ladies in the office who, you know, just have the greatest, you know, greatest of wisdom and know how how it functions. And um, I'm, you know, I, I just big believer of that, and they're just fantastic, and they just help and support so much. But you know, I, it, every day's just been a pleasure to be there because I just go around beaming face, despite all the kids, you know, on their phones like this. Morning team, morning guys, morning ladies, um, everything like this. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, um, it, it's just, a, it's a cool feeling because most Do of it. the time they know me now, so they'll just give feedback. Hey, Mr. Holland. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> when you say kindness. It's real kindness. It's authentic mm. kindness. It's and authentic that is a bit kindness. of a dig at the Prime Minister because that is a word that was taken away from us. Thank you, Jacinda. You've made us take back kindness and make it more kind. I'm going to read this, Joe, that came in to you. It's just incredible. Hi, Mr. Holland. You taught me in year 10 social studies. Good on you for standing up for what you believe in. I'm the same. I never got my shots of that poison. And although I'm so happy with my choice, it feels lonely with all the judgment from those around me and losing my job. But it makes me so happy to see someone else I know and looked up to doing the same thing. Someone else I know and looked up to. I think, I think that's a beautiful vision. Let's all be that to each other. That's what Jono was saying earlier. Each of us be our own leaders in our own lives. Stand up and be that person that someone else goes, you inspire me. You know, that that I can see a different New Zealand. I want to finish, maybe maybe we need to finish off, but my vision for New Zealand is really picking up on both on what both of you said, which is we need to get in somehow centrally and take the country back to locally and, and have local, beautiful governance of little little groups of people answering to their local communities, forming those wonderful, you know, dance parties at night in the local hall and everybody getting together and being community again and aunts, the leaders are answerable when they walk down the, the street of their local town. They know they have to look those people in the eye and they therefore know they have to act honourably. I love that vision. Mm, mm. I love it too. I'm looking forward to it because it's on its way. Mm. Mm. Last word yeah. to you, Jono. Oh, man. I just... um. Uh, I'm this yeah I, I am not the same person that I was when I joined this call and um and and you know what why that is is because I'm just so moved by human beings you know through adversity through 
through you know and through through triumph you know through whatever just life like this is not i always say if comfort's your thing life's not the place for you like this is not a comfortable place to be you know having to be responsible for what you do for the choices you make for the words that come out of your mouth imagine that being accountable for the words that come out of your mouth like actually realizing the weight that the words that come out of your mouth have and being responsible for that and just for me like just being brought back to just far out i love people and and <laughs> and you know I, I have made the choices with my life i've given up the comfortable salary i've been through the divorce i've done the things that i needed to do to be able to clear the clutter in my head that was consuming me so that i can be present to the awe and wonder of life and all its madness yet all its beauty as well yeah <laughs> yeah the, there's beauty in madness there's beauty in chaos there's beauty in everything it all depends on your perspective. Mm. What a stunning end. Boy, the, I'm the same, John. I'm a different woman from the one who came on. Thank you mm. both. Love you lots. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Looking forward to it.